From the east side to the west, this is From the Land, the Cleveland Sports and More podcast. I'm your host, Jason Gerber, and tonight we are getting together because even if it's the holidays, there is still work to be done. In particular, condiments, lawnmowers, and banks are still shelling out money for bowl games and need our support. So we are here tonight to lock down our week three college bowl pick'em selections and make our predictions for the worst fantasy league ever to final game. I am joined tonight by two of the best ever. My co-hosts, Phil Denko and Chuck Rambaldo are here. Fellas, how do you like it when you are given a couple weeks off for the holidays and then you're called back to work halfway through for what amounts to basically complete nonsense? I love it. It's the best. It's my favorite. (laughs) I've never said no to complete nonsense, so I'm all for it. I like your spirit, fellas. I appreciate it. All right. Let's continue with our college bowl pick challenge. Our current standings have tightened up some after week two. Chuck shocked the world with Liberty. Danko right. remains a model of consistency with his second consecutive <laughs> one for four week. I am still in the lead with six points. Tammy is in second place with four. Chuck Burke and Miller are awkwardly standing too close to her at three points. Denko keeping a respectful distance at two. Good news for week three. We're picking five games, so there's a chance to make up some ground. Let's get started tonight with the Bad Boy Mowers Pinstripe Bowl, December 29th at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, live from Yankee Stadium. Bad Boy Mowers, mow with an attitude. That's their motto. Um, that sounds like something I would have written when I was doing commercials for the show. Uh, this year's pinstripe bowl is Syracuse versus Minnesota because of its salt springs and major salt industry. Syracuse is known as the salt city. If you're interested in the history of salt in Syracuse, the salt museum has a wealth of incredible knowledge. Minnesota, on the other hand, is known as La Toile de Nord, which I thought meant toilet of the North but it actually means star of the North. (laughs) Minnesota is also the birthplace of Paul Bunyan, best known for creating the Grand Canyon by dragging his ax behind him. The line on this game is Minnesota minus 10. Who you got? I'm taking those points. I'm taking Cuse. All right. God, I'm so whatever I choose is going to it doesn't matter. No, it's never too late to turn it around. There's still a lot of, still a lot of time. So uh, Syracuse, Minnesota, Minnesota minus 10, you said. Man, I'm taking the the orange men and the 10. Everybody's on the orange men, so I'm going to go the other way. I'll take Minnesota. Probably going to be cold in New York. Minnesota certainly knows how to play in the cold, although Syracuse is like one of the snowiest places in the world. All right, I'm taking the Gophers. Next one, one of our favorites, the Dukes Mayo Bowl, December 30th at noon. Probably the best basketball game of the bowl season. This year, Duke's Mayo Bowl is Maryland versus NC State. Maryland's alumni include the founders of Google, Under Armour, Beyond Meat, and Daniel Snyder. NC State's alumni, Hallmark movie star Jill Wagner, American Idol winner Scott McCreary, and John Tesh. NC State, minus one. Who are you taking? I already forgot who they were playing. I was more impressed by the alumni group. It's Maryland and... And NC State. NC State. All right. All right. Yeah. NC State minus one. Man, I don't know. I'll, I'm going to go. Uh, I'll go Maryland. The fighting. I like turtles. The terrible fighting. I like turtles. <laughs> I right. like turtles. 
It's a wolf. Is the Wolfpack Phil? Is that what NC State is? It is. Yeah. 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 Plus, I'm a big Scotty McCreary guy. I'm a, so. I'm a one-man Wolfpack. <laughs> yeah, that, that as well. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Wolfpack. I'm going with Maryland just because NC State's alumni seem like such nice people, and Maryland seem like they got to be pretty cutthroat. So I, I I like the aggression on Maryland's side of the ball for that one. All right, next one: Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl, December 30th at two o'clock from El Paso, Texas, Pittsburgh versus UCLA. Costs for a domestic beer a one-bedroom apartment, or a McDonald's combo meal are all 50% cheaper in Pittsburgh than in L.A. But the price for oranges and tennis court rentals significantly more expensive in Pittsburgh. <laughs> Linus UCLA, minus six. Who is going to be great in the Tony the Tiger Bowl? And when you make your pick, you got to say it like Tony the Tiger at the end. I'm going to take Pitt because I'm, I'm closer. Uh geographically and i've seen some of their games and if they wear those like nice blue jerseys they have some of the best jerseys in college football so i'm taking pit because they're great was that good that was, that was perfect good. that, that, that was, was really good, good. <laughs> All right. tough act to follow Dan. i know uh, hard time to follow that so where is this game being played el paso el paso all right I, and ucla is is giving up six they are I'm I'm gonna take UCLA to cover because I think I think Bill Boner did his graduate work there. <laughs> I forgot about that guy. Oh, you know a lot. How could you? All right. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take UCLA and give up the six because I think they're great. It's <laughs> a really good, oh, really good, really good guys. I'm gonna go UCLA as well. I don't mind giving up those points because uh, you know it's gonna be a warm weather game. Pittsburgh's not gonna be ready for that. So I'm taking UCLA because they're great. That's bad. You guys are a lot better at that than I am. All right. That gets the kind of the fun stuff out of the way. Let's get down to the real big games of the weekend. First one is the Verbo Fiesta Bowl, New Year's Eve at 4 o'clock, Michigan versus TCU. The University of Michigan was founded in 1817 as the Catholopistamiad of Michigania. Can't imagine why they rebranded that one. Oh, That's a real word. <laughs> Michigan graduates include Ted Gazinski, the Unabomber, and Dr. Death, Jack Kevorkian. Nice. Dropouts, people who attended the University Ooh. of Michigan but did not graduate. Madonna, Iggy Pop, and David Coulier, proving it is better not to graduate from the University of Michigan. TCU, Texas Christian University, their mascot is the Horned Frog. The horned frog is known for shooting blood from its eyes as a defense mechanism. Now, serious football talk. TCU averaged this season about 40 points a game. It has the 25th ranked passing offense in the country. On defense, they gave up about 25 a game. But this is the 69th ranked run defense in the country, allowing 154 yards per game. On the other side, Michigan also averages about 40 points a game. They have the fifth-ranked running offense in the country. They're only giving up about 13 points a game on defense. And kind of across the board statistically, Michigan is a top-three defense in the country, except against the pass, where they dropped to 23rd. What is going to need to happen for TCU to win this one against Michigan? Is Michigan's stud running back injured the guy who was injured for the ohio state game is still out 
I can't remember his name, but he was their like number one back. Although they did still manage to torch the Buckeyes with their backup running backs too. So those guys might be pretty good. So I I was going to say, to answer your question, that is helping the cause a bit for TCU because Michigan might run for 300 yards in this game, um, given, given everything you just laid out there. So I think for TCU to win the game, they're going to have to somehow slow the running attack down, maybe force a couple turnovers to, to even that playing field. TCU played in a lot of close games this year, and they probably had an overall strength of schedule, but their QB, man, just watching him in that that championship, that dude's like a warrior. So for, for them to win this game, he's got to play out of his mind. Uh, and their defense, they, they defend pretty well against the – I'm shocked you said that they were that good passing this year because I didn't think they were that good of a passing team, TCU. So – they have to they have to limit the run. They're not going to stop Michigan. Michigan's too talented. That quarterback's got to be the best player on the field for the entire game. I kind of feel that way too. I feel like if TCU is going to win this, they've got to throw the ball all over the field and try to keep running up points and hoping that they can slow down and even a good running attack is a slower offense than a good passing attack. If TCU makes it a track meet, do they have the athletes to to outscore Michigan? I don't know going to be tough all right line is michigan minus seven who are you taking denko i'm going to take michigan to cover or whatever they were called in 18 something i'm not saying it again <laughs> <laughs> they're covering they're gonna win by eight uh, i'm going to take michigan as well and and lay those points i think they're they're way more talented than tcu and they have playoff experience so tcu does not i hate to say this but i think michigan is probably the obvious choice feels like this is a game they should win probably going away i would almost say that maybe it shouldn't be as low as seven but we'll see in my heart obviously i want tcu to beat them by 50 but i don't know if that's going to happen all right moving on chick-fil-a peach bowl new year's eve at 8 p.m the ohio state university versus the university of georgia during this season ohio state had the seventh ranked total offense in the country Georgia was eighth. Georgia has the eighth ranked total defense. Ohio State was 11th, but Georgia actually gave up more yards than the Buckeyes by a bit. OSU's strength of schedule this season was fifth. Georgia's was sixth. Georgia lost its number one receiver in their starting right tackle in the SEC championship game. We're still a few days out from this one, so they haven't confirmed whether either of those guys will be back. For the Buckeyes, no Jackson Smith in the Jigba, no Trayvon Henderson. Uh, Mayan Williams looks like he will be back. Georgia is favored by six and a half. Are these teams a lot more even and a lot closer than that line indicates? I really don't think so. We've said it on this podcast a few times. There's Georgia and everybody else. However, the Buckeyes have an offense that can beat anyone, and it has to be like on all cylinders, man, for them to beat Georgia. The thing about when I was when I was reading about Georgia today, they've only faced one thousand yard receiver all season. The Buckeyes have two. I don't know if that's a key to the game. Like if if those guys can break free uh, and run up points, uh, it's rare that it's the first time all year. I'm assuming the Buckeyes have been an underdog. I, I don't know, man. I, I, they're close, but I don't think it's as close as as we want it to be. So no, I, I don't think they're they're one and the same. Yeah, I don't think it's as close as that line indicates either. I don't, it's definitely not closer. I, I think along the lines of what you were saying in the TCU-Michigan game, I think if the Buckeyes have a chance in this, it, it has to be a track meet, which is weird to say against an SEC team. But that's 
That's yeah. what the Buckeyes need in this game. It needs to be a track meet and just score in two passes kind of thing. We're all of a sudden like, geez, what just happened? I, I just think Georgia can do the same thing, uh, you know, and, and the stats make it sound like these teams are much closer than they really are. But we watch this Buckeyes team play all year and their defense at times just goes away. And it's like, oh God, <laughs> they can't stop anything. And I, I think if if that happens in this game, Georgia might find themselves up by two or three scores before the Buckeyes even figured out what they need to be doing on offense. I really was hoping I was going to convince you guys that these guys were actually more evenly matched than we thought. And that like, if you look at the course of the entire season, it proves that they're actually very, very close. And this should be like a, a pick them type of game, but I couldn't convince you. I couldn't convince me either. I, this Georgia team looks really good. And this still feels like an Ohio state team that is awesome. You know, they're good enough to make the playoff, which is nothing to shit on, but it still feels like a team that's missing something. And it's probably on the defensive side of the ball. They've been banged up this year. I mean, they've had a lot of injuries to guy. Like, it's a totally different discussion if Smith and the Jigba is on the field for this game. I, I have a feeling that Georgia may take this one going away, but let's not spoil it. Who are you taking with Georgia at minus six and a half? I'm taking Georgia. Uh, and laying that six and a half, though, you know, the last time Ohio State was in this position where they backed into the college playoff, they kind of shocked everybody and, and yep. just boat raced Alabama. That's the only thing I'm kind of hanging on to here, but I'm still going to lay those points for Georgia. This is always a weird situation because you have so much talent on both of these teams that just had a month to prepare for one team. Yeah which is crazy because that doesn't occur outside well, of the first game for finals too. Yeah, sure. I mean, they had to get ready for, yeah, don't forget that. That's, that's, that's time. true. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. True. yeah. That's yeah. True. <laughs> probably some papers they had to write and stuff like that. I'm too. sure. I'm sure. So, you know, you have these two teams that are just full of next level talent, right? NFL talent across the board on both of these teams. They have a month to, to prepare for a similarly talented team. And that only happens for the first game of the season. And sometimes that first game of the season is, is not a matchup like this. So you never know what you're going to see out there. That said, I am absolutely taking Georgia to, to cover <laughs> yeah. six and a half. I almost feel like it should be more. These may end up not being like very entertaining playoff games at all, right? I mean, it you could definitely see Michigan and Georgia just running away with both of these, right? Yeah. Yes. Fuck it. I'm taking Ohio State. <laughs> can't, yeah. can't have all three of us going against the Buckeyes on, on a <laughs> – Cleveland yeah. and Ohio sports show. Come on. The Buckeyes are crazy talented. If they put it together, they can beat anybody. It's just a matter of, do they put it together against somebody better than Nebraska this year? And hopefully they do this weekend and next weekend, but I'm taking the Buckeyes. That's it for our college bowl pick them selections for tonight, but we can't leave without talking worst fantasy league ever too. You guys both got creamed in the playoffs last week. That sets up the final between Miller and Burke. If this one were determined by who could recruit the most musicians to live in a basement, who would win? <laughs> I think I think Miller would would take it there because I think he he can recruit musicians. Like he's got that piece of the puzzle. That is his job at a school so, that he doesn't want us to ever mention. Right, so we're right. not he going can, to, but he, he does recruit, actually recruit for a very prestigious music school. Correct. So in the he, world. Somewhere. He wins this because all Burke has going for him is his love of basements. And I don't know that musicians are going to really give a shit. 
going the other way here only because I could remember uh, in high school being in Burke's basement and listening to uh, ELO, Electric Light Orchestra, and discovering them in his basement. So it recruited my love yeah. for, for for that band. So uh, I'm, I'm going to go with Tommy. I'm going with Tommy, too. I, I think his expertise in basements is really going to help him. I think he's going to be able to explain to people like, Hey, this is what's good about it. These are the, the pros and the, the acoustics cons. are amazing. The acoustics yeah, are great. Right. Exactly. You know, no one is going to bother you. You're going to be down here in the basement. <laughs> you know, like musicians are classically like night owls, right? They're always, they're out late. They're sleeping in, but the basement's nice and dark. So you can, you can sleep in. Well, I, I think Burke is going to be able to sell the positive aspects of a basement better than Miller can, even if Miller is in the recruiting game already. <laughs> Boys, we're out of time. I am out of questions for now. And we just did the whole show without mentioning that science now recognizes gray drinkers as a category of people who drink frequently but are not addicted to alcohol. With that news, that gray drinking is a great T-shirt idea song title yep. and the perfect place to nestle between healthy and a problem. I hope you guys have a great weekend and let's get together and do this again in just a couple of days. All right. Absolutely. Chuck Burke and Miller are arc. <clears throat> Chuck Burke and Miller are, are I can't say are and awkwardly. <laughs> As the cathol pis, oh God, this word is so hard to say. Catholopistamiad of Michigania. Catholopistamiad. Yeah, they're covering. Cathol, Catholopistamiad. Winning by eight. (laughs) Already. Already. Jeez. (laughs) We're not doing a real show tonight, man. I can't fucking talk. (laughs) I I think the other thing to look at for why you don't fire Kevin Stefanski is maybe he's in the larger step back and look at the season as a whole he's doing a good job he got a backup quarterback playing fantastic um this defense has been terrible but remember we're on to like our eighth string linebacker now yep you know like the the linebackers have been destroyed they had no defensive tackles um the offensive line has not been as good this year as last year kareem hunt has been ineffective all year like are we sure he's doing that terrible a job? I don't think maybe he's doing, he's doing okay. Not with the offense. I don't um, think he's yeah, doing a terrible job. I don't at think all. he's doing a terrible job at all. Yeah. It's it's just so Cleveland to at this point. Like, okay, yeah. so now you're mathematically eliminated from the playoffs in a year that given the scenario, did you, you really think knew. we were gonna be yeah. in the playoffs? No. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, I mean you're well, you guys had him at ten and seven. Ten and seven. You guys right? thought they were going to the playoffs. Hey man, well, they could be ten and seven. But amazing there's plenty of games that they could, they could like have. A, yeah, Jets and that's game, the other thing the is, game. Yeah. there's there's plenty yeah. of games that they. But they but that's the won. NFL, right? Like that's the NFL. So if if this this team, it's a fine line. If this team wins those games because they have better, I mean, it wasn't 
Brissett losing those games. No. But if they have better play on the other side of the ball because you address the holes on Atlanta defense, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Atlanta. And you, you come out on top of those games, then you can sustain a clunky weather game at the end of the season and yeah. this kind of shit, right? Like yep. we just have no margin for error because we lose games the way they lost them early on. But even though Brissett's offense was averaging 24 to 25 points a game. Yeah. I mean, that's absurd to think about, right? Like that's top yeah. 10. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I don't know. I, I, I think that good. All right. Well, we said we weren't going to talk about the Browns. Yep. We had to get it out of our system, man. Yep. We had to. Yeah, you can't um, not, right? I actually barely have anything to talk about tonight. I just kind of missed doing this and oh. uh, missed you guys <laughs> and thought, ah, what the fuck? Well, Let's throw yeah. together a quick show. Yeah, so, I thought I missed something. Like when I got the text. I'm like, I swear he said we were doing it. I, I was glad. I was glad you were oh, asking shit. all the questions because I was like, oh shit, do I need to prepare yeah. for the Cavs week? What's going on? Well, I, no. No. I'm glad I was home, but I, I packed the mic just in case. Like, we never know what's going to happen. I have my laptop in my mouth. I love it. Remember I love I was. it. Thank you. Yeah. Um, awesome. So mostly just nonsense. We're just going to do college bowl picks and um, for some silly games and then for the two big ones. And um, we also have to get ready for the the worst fantasy league ever uh, championship, championship right? game. I didn't yeah. even check. Yeah. Did I lose? You got I, crushed. You got creamed. Did I really? Yeah. So did I didn't I even go. look. Yeah. So did I. Like yeah. I was, uh, Burke was all pissed off that he left Joe Burrow on his bench because he scored like 60. Yeah. I left like 200 points on my bench. It was awful. I was like, <laughs> uh, oh my God. And they, these were guys you would never start anyway. It was just one oh, of those weeks, no. right? Like One oh, of those shit, weeks, like, yeah. Man. That's why fantasy sucks. Yeah, right. Damn. So it's, it's Burke and Miller? Is that, well, we'll get to it. Burke and Miller, yep. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, God. I'm sick for like the ninth time. Oh. <clears throat> yeah, feel it coming. All that fucking traveling, I think. Okay. Let's get rolling. Well, I'll see you either Sunday or later Sunday or Monday. Yeah. <laughs> either way. Either he's dead. And on Sunday. Or he's alive. Plan on Sunday. <laughs> or the cops we'll got him. Or they don't. <laughs> <laughs> Let's plan on Sunday. I think that'll work out. Okay. But um, All right, man. I'll throw this out sometime tomorrow morning because I think we got to beat like a, a two o'clock kickoff or <laughs> oh no. Or the, <laughs> For one of the bowls. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Great. Awesome. All right, boys. All right, fellas. Have a good night. Right, right, Great right. to see you guys. Bye. Love you guys. Later. See you Bye. soon. Bye. What do you mean I'm funny? Funny like a clown? Here to amuse you? <laughs>